Hundreds of thousands of kids all across the country participate in sports every year in hopes of pursuing their dreams. Some kids choose to play for their high schools while others choose to play for club teams. Some kids play for the exposure, some kids play for the experiences, but all kids play for one thing, their love for the game of basketball. The Amateur Athletic Union, or AAU, is taking the high school basketball scene by storm. With more than 700,000 basketball players across the country this last year playing for a club team, AAU has become the preferred choice for many college hopeful athletes. AAU has become so popular over the last decade that athletes are now choosing to play for their club teams as opposed to their high school teams. The rising popularity of club basketball and club sports in general has caused a rift between athletes who play for both the high school teams and AAU teams. I met with the director of Powerhouse Hoops, Jeff Becker, to discuss how he sees the relationship between high school and AAU basketball. You know, I think that there needs to be a better relationship between the two, but I think that they're just, just like in anything, there needs to be a better education process. And... I think that club does not hurt high school and high school does not hurt club. I think, in, in fact, there should be a full circle that high school players and high school teams develop and when we help with the development and the recruiting process, and it should be full circle. One of the best parts about AAU basketball is, for these select coaches, it is their full-time job to support these kids in their program. They have the time and resources to promote the kids, unlike high school coaches who may have to teach as well as coach on the side. On the high school side of basketball, coaches have more time to bond with the players. High school teams are generally smaller than the large AAU clubs, where a coach can get to know and focus on his group of 10 to 12 players versus a large AAU program that has, say, 50 to 100 kids. Coach Jeff Becker says one of the best things about being an AAU coach is the impact he can have on the lives of his kids. You know, I was just talking, I just heard the quote the other day, you know, be the best part of another person's day. And I heard that from a, a Facebook ex- exec guy, you know, just be a, be the best part of another person's day. And if you can impact one, if you can make an imprint, a fingerprint on another person's life, it's a blessing. I spoke with Matt Hooten, head coach of the Brophy Broncos varsity basketball team, to ask him about the different experiences players get when representing their school versus representing their club. But I think first, there's there's the benefit of the fact that you're representing your school. Um, you know, if, if you look at a school like Brophy, you know, we've got 1,300 kids. Um, and uh, last Friday, a week ago today, we, we played our hoop coming game. So we have a dance right after the game. And, and we had probably 1,500 um, uh, kids between Brophy and Xavier that were at that game. I mean, packing the gym and, and cheering the kids on who were representing their school. One of the darker sides of the AAU experience is the regulation, or lack thereof, of the big shoe companies paying athletes. These big companies like Nike and Adidas are flooding AAU tournaments all across the country so prospects can gain national exposure. This modern culture of youth basketball has been plagued by companies, agents, and schools by paying high school athletes. One of the more recent recruits to go under criticism was Brian Bowen Jr. After months of investigation, it was found that Bowen Jr. had been offered cash and other incentives in exchange for a commitment to their school. Bowen Jr.'s father, Brian Bowen Sr., was also reported to have accepted $100,000 from Adidas 
for his son to play at Louisville. Despite the success of AAU sports and club sports altogether, it has received its fair share of criticism. Former NBA players like Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant have said that AAU sports are bad for the game of basketball, saying that kids aren't being taught the fundamentals and it's hurting the overall product on the court. I would imagine that there are some clubs that spend a lot of time just playing games. And I think whether you're talking about high school or a club, like if I took my guys in, in the month of June when I've got them for summer league and we only played games, we probably wouldn't improve very much, yeah, right? Um, we, we, you have to be able to focus on skill development as well. And, and so I, I think you've got to find uh, a, a club program or a high school, either one, and, and ideally both, that, that want to focus on skill development aspects of the game as well. Well, let's be honest. I think that the Kevin Garnetts, the Durants, the Kobe's, whoever have been saying those things, they also went through club sports. Yeah. You know, the pedestal and the platform that they are on, I'm not going to say it's because of club basketball, but I'm sure club basketball had a significant, they were, it was a significant help for them. One of the things these NBA players had is the opportunity to play overseas or receive coaching from coaches from foreign countries. The idea of having coaches come to the United States to coach or even sending local kids to other countries to be taught how to play basketball is an extraneous one, but could be the chance to turn the page on the stereotypical look on AAU sports and change it into a positive one. I had the chance to talk with my former AAU basketball coach, current Blazers color commentator and director of Mako The Other Side of Basketball, Lamar Heard, about the potential of the United States adopting ideas from coaches overseas. You know, I think at some point, um, yeah, some of it will be adopted even more, and I think it's, it'll start at the highest levels. So I think as the NBA gets involved more, that's when you'll see some of the feeder teams, you'll see the developmental teams that are under that NBA team. The way it is in Europe is the clubs the main club teams, the professional club teams, have junior teams all the way down to like 12, 13-year-old kids sometimes that are training, they're learning the skills, they're learning the way that that club does things. And so they're getting like pro teaching and learning the fundamentals. They're practicing twice a day. You know, like they practice more than they play over there. Over here, we play more than we practice, generally speaking. So I think once once and if, I should say, the NBA starts to get involved in youth basketball more, then you'll start to see that. Is it possible we see more European coaches come over to the United States soon? Maybe. But it could change the entire landscape of the AAU basketball scene here in the United States. It all starts with coaching. If coaches come over and coach at the highest level in the NBA, then we'll start to see international coaches trickle down into the younger and lower divisions of basketball which could be the solution for the quote-unquote playground basketball. We've seen this process begin with the Phoenix Suns. In 2018, the Suns hired Igor Kokoshkov, making him the first head coach born and raised outside of North America in NBA history. With the help of better coaching, we might start to see better techniques at the youngest levels of the AAU process, improving the overall quality of basketball on the court at the club and high school level. This all comes back to one important question. Will high school basketball and AAU basketball ever be able to coexist peacefully at the same time? Lamar shared his thoughts on how both compete for the same athletes to play for their team. Yes, it's possible. Do I think it will happen? No. What it would take for the two entities, AAU and then high school, to coexist is everybody being on the same page saying, we're going to do what's best for this kid. 
and it would require the AAU coach saying, okay, we'll go without our best player this yeah. weekend and we'll let him go to his high school. I don't think that that is going to happen enough times where people will be able to work together, the high school and they, and look, I, the, the high school coaches, to me, they, they take the biggest hit with it, generally speaking, because the AAU, they take the kids away from their high school teams and not all high school programs go and connect with the high school coach and say, hey, how can I make my kid better for you when he goes back to your high school? That's not always the case. Um, sometimes they say it and they still don't do it. Only time will tell when it comes to the relationship between high school basketball and AAU basketball and whether it can coexist peacefully. The same thing can be said for the image of AAU basketball and how it can be mended in the eyes of some of basketball's greatest athletes. The game of basketball can be described as one thing, a melting pot, including the good, the bad, and the ugly, along with everything in between. For the next podcast, I'll be talking to members on ASU's eSports team about the rising popularity of eSports around the world. For more, follow me on Twitter, at Christian Thurls. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-T-H-U-R-L-S. For more Cronkite news and Cronkite sports stories, check out cronkitenews.azpbs.org. For Cronkite sports, I'm Christian Thurley. See you all next time.